0: Hey mama, my name is Diana Ballard and welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Prior to becoming a mom, I realized that if I wanted to continue living a life of passion, adventure, and fulfillment, I needed to learn from people who lived that way while having a family. In 2012, I started interviewing any mom that would talk to me. After hundreds of interviews, I found a pattern that the moms who struggled less all had similar foundational skill sets, mindsets, and habits. I started mom training, our live workshops, and the mom training podcast to continue my research process in a way that included other moms and families. My goal is to help other moms increase their joy, love, and fulfillment by creating an environment where we can learn and thrive together. Come learn the skill sets and strategies for a happy home, peaceful relationships, inspiration to be your best self, and more than enough time to do what you love while enjoying your family. Welcome to the mom training community where we learn, cry, and laugh together as we navigate motherhood. I'm Diana, and I'm so happy that you're here with
1: me. Hey ladies, welcome to the mom training podcast. I'm so excited today because we are going to talk about how to have more fun with our kids in the summertime, how to enjoy that summer, and how to make it a good experience for everyone involved. You know, if we have our kids in school, and and then all of a sudden they're home all the time. We can maybe have kids that struggle with boredom. Maybe we don't know how to exactly to have activities for them to do. So we have Alexis Tanner with us today, who is going to be teaching us some of her tips and strategies and things that she's been um, doing with her kids as she's practiced for years on trying to get um, a good routine down of how to make the summer really fun for her and her family. So. Alexis, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Awesome. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Um, yeah, I'm Alexis Tanner. My husband, Alan, and I, we co-host the Parenting in Real Life podcast. Um, and I have five kids. My oldest is 12 and my youngest is five. And so we are almost all in school, 100%. My youngest is starting kindergarten in the fall. Um, but yeah, we've had, I've had a lot of summers to practice. So I feel like I get this right of how I want my summer to look with my kids and my family. So I'm excited to chat with you more about this. Awesome. So tell us how, how you kind of
1: got started. Like, you know, the first summer that you had kids coming home from school, like what was your learning process? Like starting from that, were you like, Oh, we need to figure out something to do. Did you find tips from other people? Like, tell us a little bit about the beginning of your experience before you start. Uh, sharing where you're at now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I am naturally a routine type person. I I love a good routine, a good schedule. And I found that my kids do better with that as well. And so I knew with the summer coming up and I just love summer. I grew up in Southern California and summer was just the best time you go to the beach, you know, and do all that fun stuff. And so I was really looking forward to it. And I found that I was kind of putting really high expectations on what summer should look like because in my mind, it's just magical and the best. But when I had all these little kids and trying to figure out, you know, everybody's nap time and, you know, toddlers running around and stuff like that, I found it wasn't quite what I had envisioned. And so I started just, yeah, looking online at Instagrammers on Pinterest, trying to get ideas of things that I could do that would help keep the sanity in my home and help our kids try to fight a little bit less. And also for me to have some time, like I just needed some space and some time to to myself, even though the kids are home all day. And so I tried a lot of different things, just different suggestions that people had. And I found there were definitely some things that were for my family, definitely some things that didn't. And also my family has changed over time, like starting out with small kids, coming home, like you know, your kindergartners, first graders. and then now um, my oldest is about to go to middle school and we're more getting more into that tween stage. Um, things look a little bit different. So I think it's important uh, as we talk about this, like everything it looks different for every family. And so I just want to ho- hopefully give you some suggestions that work for me. And then if you can take one or two of those that work for you and what sounds good for your family, then I think um, that's the kind of the best way to to go about this because it's definitely going to be a little bit different for everybody. Well, and
1: something that I love that you just said was I think a lot of us when we went into motherhood, we're like, oh, we got this. Like we know what we want to do, how we want to do it. Uh, you know, we want to be this type of mom. Right. And then we get to the situation and it it's a lot harder than we thought because we're like, oh, there are so many details, so many moving pieces. How do I do this? And so I love that you took you know, different tips and tricks in different places and tried them. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's the main thing that us moms need to focus on is that there are so many possibilities of how to do things, how to do the exact same thing, get food on the table, but like 20 different ways you could do that, make tacos, right? Or do like something, Um, but you need to figure out ways that work for you. Mm -hmm. So I, I absolutely love that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your routine and what you do to get your kids motivated to get things done.
2: Yeah, Um. so I love a good chore chart and I start the summer with picking a couple of things that I would like my kids to work on. Most days, I won't, I don't say every day because I feel like sometimes things will change if you go out of town and or have a fun trip planned, but some of the things that I have found that I really like to do daily are reading time and if your kids can read on their own, they can read by themselves or um, time that you can read to your younger kids, um, and like a learning time. So this could just be reading if you just want to focus on reading, but like some of my kids were playing instruments or I have some kids who are in a Chinese dual immersion class. And so a little bit of Chinese practice time, you know, stuff like that. Um, I like to include a daily chore and, Oh, and then also that includes an a time an area for my kids to eat, clean something because our house gets destroyed in the summer when everybody's home and there's, yes. you know, wrappers <laughs> and toys everywhere. Um, and so I make sure that we are spending a little bit of time cleaning up every day. And I've, I find that it helps my kids to kind of break the house into zones. And you can decide if you want to rotate those zones or just be like, you're in charge of this every day. Um, but so they know the space that they're in charge of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, I really like to include a little bit of yard work too. We have a garden and so I like to get my kids involved in our garden and so they can participate and see how the things grow. And, you know, as we bring that food inside that they're excited about eating it. Um, but those are the basics that I like to start with, um, making sure that we get those on our little list, however you like to make your list, um, every single day. No, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Do you
1: guys wake up at a specific time or how do you do that in the summer?
2: Yeah. So I, our kid, my kids wake up at all different times. I have some that are up at 6am and others that are up at 8am. And so, yeah, so we're, we're all over the place. And so I know some families are like no TV in the morning because then their kids aren't motivated to do things. But I find in my family, if I don't do no TV, then I've got kids running around the house at 6am waking everybody up. And that is not great for my older kids who want to sleep in a little bit more. Um, so I just let them wake up when they wake up. I do have like a nine o'clock. Hey, all screens are off breakfast should have been eaten. And so we start at nine. Um, and then, yeah, we just make sure there's no screens. We also do no friend time in the morning because we have a lot of little kids in our neighborhood and they want to come and play. But I find that if they are knocking on our door, you know, and my kids are going in and out, they just can't, get this stuff done. And we we save afternoons for playtime. I also found that when I do let my kids play in the morning that they and they play all day, it actually makes them really grumpy because they've just had a little too much friend time, you know? And so I found that works for us to just save the afternoons for friends. So we just make sure and the neighborhood learns quickly. Like we don't play before lunch and we turn off those screens at nine. And then that gives us the time to be able to work on those things together as a family.
1: That's awesome. What I love about that is that like it's structured, but it's flexible. So yeah. it's like we play after lunch. We start at nine. So like you actually have like a little bit of space in the morning. Cause that's the yeah. thing that I really don't enjoy. Like when things are really packed in scheduling, is when it's just like bam, 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 like one thing after another, and not being able to have any type of space to even like breathe. You know, mm-hmm. my kids will come home from school and be like, can I just have a minute before we start doing something else? And it's like, yeah, you're right. We need to give just a second to decompress for like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Like, like, let's relax before you start on finishing your after school chores or different things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your cleaning. I'd love to, you said you broke your house up in zones. So do you give like, Like what is a zone, and do you give that to one child, like the whole week, or do they have that just for the day, or tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so what I have done is I break it usually by like a room, and so like our living room, I would give that to a kid, and I usually do the harder rooms for the older kids or the ones that get a little bit more messy because they're a little bit better at cleaning (laughs) up. So like our living room, I'll give to one of our kids. Um, We have like a mudroom type area where there's shoes just pile up all the time so that kid is in charge of making sure that the shoes are put away and then i had a kid that was in charge of the stairs because there's stuff just always thrown on the stairs to go upstairs so they were in charge of taking it all up the stairs uh we have a basement and so we have a living room in the basement so i have another kid in charge of that one um and then i had a kid that was in charge of like the the kitchen area like just you know there's stuff that gets put on the countertops and stuff to so help helping clean up and put that away. Um, and so I just, as I'm giving these assignments to my kids, I think it's important to just make sure they know what clean looks like, like, okay, we're going to put, you know, put these blankets away or make sure there's no shoes here. because their clean is not necessarily what I think is clean. And so I just want to make sure that they know, like, this is, this is kind of what I'm expecting and my younger ones, I do need to help and, you know, help them carry things up the stairs or help motivate them a little bit. Um, but usually my older kids can kind of they they know what what they're what they're supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, and that's so true that letting them know what clean looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's lots of corners and cracks and crevices that end up with stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and you're like, well, there's actually like a bunch of stuff in here, like all under the couch or all doing, <laughs> you know, in between these the toy box and the piano, like. Um,
2: so yeah, I think that's really awesome. How tell us again, how old are your kids? Uh, my oldest is 12 okay. and then my second is about to turn 11. And then I have a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. Okay. So you're
1: kind of past nap time too.
2: Yes. No more naps at my house. And so okay. that totally changes things too. When you have a kid who needs either a nap in the morning or the afternoon or whatever, that definitely changes your schedule, you know, of how you need to do things, but yeah, we're, we're out of that nap stage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm still definitely in it, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's yeah. It is crazy how, I mean, I love nap time because it forced us to be home and everyone to take a break and relax. And so I was kind of sad when that went away. <laughs> I know, I know. Right. Um,
1: okay, cool. Um, let, how do we make sure that we have fun in the summer? Cause I mean, you know, we have, maybe you have those routines and you're doing things, but maybe it might be overwhelming for mom to, to go out and do all these fun things. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially if they haven't had all these kids home and all of a sudden they're home and expecting to have things to do like they did at school, you know, like there was always something, the teacher always had something planned for them. Mm -hmm. So how do you make sure that you have fun during the summer um, and enjoy it?
2: Yeah, that's something that I would forget sometimes because I would be so involved in these routines. And then I'm like, oh, we don't we didn't plan anything to actually have fun. And sometimes I will forget the fun. And so I that's what I thought. I have to plan it. And so one of the things that we do to help plan the fun summer is we have a giant bucket list. And this is something that you can find on my website. We've been doing this the last couple of years. I love um, that. Yeah. It's a it's a calendar and then just a bucket list. And I do a brainstorming with my kids. And I was like, Hey, what do you want to do this summer? And they'll tell me all the things they want to do. And sometimes I do have to veto some of the things because of time or money or whatever. Um, but most of the things we write it down and then I start planning out, okay, hey, when, what month can we do those things? And then, you know, and then each week as I'm planning out the week, I'll try to pick two or three activities of things I can do with my kids that week from their bucket list. And some of them are super simple, like they just want to make s'mores or they want to have some popsicles in the backyard or a water balloon fight. So there's the really easy ones that you can do at home. And then there's the bigger things like they want to go to an amusement park or they want to go to the lake, you know, and, or a reservoir or something like that. And so those ones are a little bit harder or you need more time to plan those of like when that fits in your schedule and routine. Um, But having that list just kind of helped remind me of these are the things that my family would like to do and it helps us just have more fun during that summer. Um, some other things that we do, we do a family fun night, um, every Friday and we do this during the school year too, but if the school year is too hard for you to to do stuff like that, um, summer is a good time, but every Friday night, we have a night just for our family and it's usually ends up being movie, a movie night with popcorn and candy. Cause that's what my kids really want to do. Um, but sometimes we'll do games or sometimes we'll go out, um, but just having that like every Friday, we know this is our family time. Um, That also helps you make sure that you know that it's scheduled in and that your family will enjoy that time together. And then one other thing that I had that we started doing this last year is a mom store. And this kind of goes back to helping the kids be a little bit more motivated to get their chores done in the morning. Um, When they would do their chore, each one I'd give them a ticket and each ticket was worth 25 cents. And then on Saturdays, they could cash in their tickets and I just had like different prices for them that I think these are things I got from like the dollar store, the dollar section in Target or whatever. And, um, then they could buy things and my kids who didn't do their tours, they found that they were sad that they didn't have tickets. And so it would kind of motivate them to do them a little bit more next week. Awesome. <laughs> I also found that like, I had done some like bigger prizes for my kids to save up for, and they did not want to do that. They were all about like the candy and the sodas. And so interesting. Yes, that's what my kids wanted. So I guess you'll have to see what works for your family, but my kids just wanted the, the treats.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So with, you said you had like bigger fun things, you know, like the lake or maybe camping or going Mm -hmm. like some like amusement park right which is going to be more expensive and take more time and energy for mom as well you know so did you do you feel like you had like a balance between like how often you did those big ones and like how often you did the smaller ones right like yeah you know was it like you tried to pull a couple small like two a week into the from the smaller ones and like did you do like a big one every two weeks like I guess I'm just curious how you, or was it just however you felt like you were capable of achieving? Like, so tell us your strategy on that.
2: Yeah. I would just kind of look at my week and just kind of take it week by week. And like my husband's work schedule too, because, you know, husbands don't get time off in the summer like the kids do, unfortunately. Um, And so I would have to ask him like, Hey, when's a Friday, you know, that you don't have as many calls or whatever that we could go do this. And so I'd kind of have to plan it out that way. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of more for me, at least just, I'd have to look at it like week or even two weeks ahead, like, Hey, whatever, what's our family schedule looking at like at this time. And then where can I plug these things in?
1: No, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, there's lots of different personalities of moms and, and how their families work and everything. Yeah. And, you know, for me, my mind right now, at least is very logical. And so I'm like, okay, like, so if I look at the calendar, how could I split this up of when do I think I could feel this and like planning things out? Mm -hmm. But then that also feels exhausting at the same time Mm -hmm. of thinking of like how I'm feeling now of like I'm feeling tired. I'm not you know, I I don't know if I want to do like that big thing, you know, Mm -hmm. or and to pull that off. So I guess in those moments when you're feeling like oh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You know, have you ever pulled back on fun things um, or like changed up? Like, you know, like maybe like, hey, we're going to go to the amusement park or like we're going to go to this place like next week instead or, you know, different things like that. Like for the mom that might struggle in the moment of like, man, I don't know if I can do that in three days and we have that planned or something like that. Like, just tell us like, have you ever felt that before? And how did you deal with that? And maybe communicate that with your family if you had a different need.
2: Yeah, I definitely have had that where I've needed to pull back a little bit where I just, you just, you get tired, right? Especially with having the kids home all the time and with other, other obligations that you have, it's, it's exhausting. And so, um, the things that I've had to plan in advance, I try to stick to those because my kids will see them on the calendar right. and they like, they are aware. And so I think, I think that's important not to over plan too, right? right? Okay. Is is to maybe you can only do one thing a week. And I think that's totally fine. Like kids love to just play outside, like let them go play, you know, that's what summer's for. So if you feel like you can only commit to one small thing a week, I think that's totally fine. And I think you can t- definitely like reevaluate your summer. If you feel like you are just doing too much and you're exhausted all the time, start, a, you know, do something else, like just take it out, you know, Make sure that you are getting the rest and sleep that you need. Um, And because I I feel like if you burn out, I mean, summer is, I was looking up how many weeks it was. I mean, it depends on where you live, but it could be anywhere from 11 weeks to 14 weeks. that's a lot of time. And so if you are just going hard and it's just too much and you just feel like you can't do it, I think definitely pull back. And I think your kids understand. And I think that they are happy to do, I think- all the time people are like, oh, we gotta make our summer super magical and we gotta do all these fun things and it's the best, you know. And and I kids love the simple stuff. They just love, they just yeah. want popsicles, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Get a bunch of otter pops, go sit outside. That's what they want. And they just wanna be able to run around and play. And so I don't I hopefully like just try not to overwhelm yourself with too much, because I I definitely will tend to do that. Like we're gonna do all the fun things and we're just gonna enjoy summer because I personally really struggle with winter. And I hate that it snows and where I live, <laughs> I'm inside all the time. And so I, sometimes I overbook myself in the summer because I want to be able to experience all those things while it's finally warm. Um, but I do think it's important that we see how we are feeling and especially looking to at the different stage that we are in our life. Maybe yeah. you have a baby that wakes up at night. And so you're not going to have the energy that you have when you have all your kids sleeping through the night. Right. And so I think just be aware of your circumstances and be okay with that. Like, give yourself a little bit of grace and know, like, this is not the summer that we are going to be out all the time. You know, maybe next summer when my kids are a little bit older, but I think, um, I think you do have to kind of evaluate and see how you're feeling through throughout the summer, check in on yourself, see how you're doing. Totally.
1: Yeah. So I, one thing I I definitely want to say, with um, how you talked about your Friday family fun day is we we started doing that in our family too where we watch a movie every Friday. And that was all, not only like, let's spend time together, but also was like, this is my capacity to be able to spend time and sit down and snuggle all my kids and like have an experience together of watching like a new movie. um, And, but like, I love how you, like do games or like do some other thing too. Like I'm totally going to expand upon our family fun night instead of just calling it movie night, like family fun. Like we could go somewhere, we could do something really fun, but yeah, you know, default might be the movie night going mm-hmm. back and, and just relaxing and enjoying that time together. But I, I really am excited for this summer. This is my first summer where my kids have been in school. Cause I homeschooled for two years And so this is my first summer home with them. And I'm really excited to take this time and, you know, experiment with those routines and, you know, how to make those chore charts work and different things. Like a lot of these things that you've talked about, um, I've, I've loved those strategies that you've shared. Um, I, I want to ask you like, what is one of your favorite things to do over the summer with your kids? So I know you say you want to get out of the house, like from the winter, like, what are some things you're like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm so excited for summer for this reason. Like, and obviously like we want to include our kids in that, but like, what is your like definition of fun for the summer that you and your family do?
2: Oh yeah. I love that. Um, I love the water. Um, I was a swimmer in high school and I, I just, and I went to the beach growing up, which living in utah we don't really have a beach so we have to do the closest thing we can so we we have a reservoir near us and we bought some kayaks uh recently and yeah, kid size one and adult size one but so we'll take our family up there and do kayaking and just i just love sitting out in the sun i love feeling the sun And so like anywhere by water where i can feel the sun that's what i love most so the reservoir um any outdoor pools cuz we have some indoor and outdoor just cuz we're in utah but Um, my kids are finally old enough where I feel, I don't feel as stressed about taking them to a pool. Yeah. So when I did feel more stressed about not having swimmers, like my kids still needed floaties and I was a little more worried about it. We did splash pads. Um, and so I loved being at the splash pad where we could still play in the water and enjoy it, but I didn't have to worry about watching people all the time, like stress that they were going to drown. So, um, splash pad. Now my kids are getting a little bit older for splash pads. They don't love them as much as they used to. So now we're, we're transitioning to the pools, but, um, definitely the water stuff. And I also love doing s'mores. I think that's so fun to just be outside and, you know, grilling or cooking our s'mores together. And it's a sticky mess and it's always (laughs) <laughs> that you know just all over the place but and you know in kids hair and on their shirts but <laughs> I just feel like s'mores yell summer to me so that's yeah what do. so do you guys have a fire pit in your backyard we do yeah okay yeah we have one of those uh solo stoves have you ever heard of those they're just like they're, you can move them around oh, okay yeah and so we have one of those but that's been really fun that's awesome. If well, you don't I, have a stove growing up, my mom would just like turn on our oven or like the gas countertop or stovetop and we would just cook them on the stovetop. So you can always do that if you don't. Oh, how funny. Yeah, that's totally
1: true. You could. I yeah. guess ours is not gas right now. So like I think we, you could still do it on probably electric. could. Yeah. yeah. You probably could. I'm totally gonna try that sometime. We yeah. love s'mores too and sitting around the fire. And then I you also sharing about your garden too. Which oh yeah. fits into like your sun thing of mm-hmm. being out in the sun and enjoying that. Like my garden, I just planted, I still have to cover it nighttime. Cause yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, I have to get these in the ground. I want to so bad, but yeah. Like what, what a fun opportunity that we have as moms and as families to spend this summer time together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, there's so many different ways to enjoy this summer. And, you know, there's some moms that have to work during this time, some moms that, um, you know, are, are, are stressed about the summer, some that are excited about it. But the main thing that I want to focus on here is that there's possibilities for us to be able to enjoy ourselves during this summer Mm -hmm. and to keep it simple to, you know, plan in those fun things, um, I absolutely love your bucket list. Um where where is that on your website? Where have you talked about that and where can people learn more about that cuz I know I'm going to go check that out and see what yeah. you have cuz that sounds really cool.
2: Yeah, we're on my website it's um parentingirlpodcast.com and we have a shop on there and so it's just in the shop and you you can buy it on there if you're and then if you're part of my newsletter you get a discount um but it, we only do it. it's only five bucks. So but you can just print it at, um, like an office Depot, office max, whatever you do, the economy print size, it's like two feet by three feet. Um, and then we're going to have a color option and a black and white option. So if you want your kids to color it, which is usually what I do, they like to color in all the different stuff. And so they can do that. Or if you'd rather just have it colored already, um, we'll have those two options for you, but we just put it on our wall and I write all the things in and it's just really fun for the kids to be able to see everything. And also I cross it off when the days go by. So they know the countdown, like when, until how long till school starts again. Um, but that has been a really big uh, helpful tool for our family just to kind of visualize what summer looks like.
1: Oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. And I will say, I love that you already have it all put together. So like that right there sold me because <laughs> like instead of putting together my own system, I love when people have resources that make it easier for us moms. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely am going to go check that out oh, good. <laughs> make that make that really a fun thing. So, um, I guess as, as we're closing out right now, um, is, is that the best place that people can connect with you or where else can people find you, um, to learn more about your podcast, what you do and how you live your life with your family?
2: Yeah, um my website is a good place to start. Um IRL, podcast.com. Um I'm also really active on Instagram and that's parenting.irl.podcast. And so between those two places that's usually where we are and then on our podcast which is the parenting in real life podcast and you can listen to that anywhere you listen to a podcast. Awesome. Thank
1: you so much. Um I I know that I've been inspired by what you have talked about. I definitely want to really think about how to put a routine into place, um, how to keep it structured yet simple so that everyone feels like, you know, there is some structure, but there's also flow and being able to enjoy, um, the time together with not as much pressure. Um, and also to just have a lot more fun this summer to really be able to plan that in, manage our capacity and our own responsibilities in a good way. Um, so thank you so much, Alexis, for um, sharing about how you do summer and um, just kind of inspiring us and, and teaching us of your way of doing things. So thank you so much for doing that.
2: Oh, Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. i have love to be able to talk to you about this. Yeah, for
1: sure. All right, ladies. So I hope that you can take something from this podcast and pull it out and try it out. Like that's the best thing about motherhood is you have so many options to just experiment with what's going to work with your family what's going to make you guys happy what's going to be fun for you guys so um, definitely check out all of alexis's information and her podcast all the the notes will be in the show notes that you can find all those links to if you want to connect with that but i hope you have an excellent summer with your children and enjoy it and we'll see you next tuesday on the mom training podcast
0: Hey mama, thank you so much for hanging out with me and letting me be a part of your day. If you'd like to see how I apply some things that we talk about tips, some mom humor, or just to connect deeper, follow me on Instagram at Diana Ballard live. If this episode or any episode was helpful for you, please consider leaving me a review on Apple podcasts. It's literally the lifeblood for a podcaster and it helps me so much. If you'd like to learn more about me or mom training and how we can help you implement more things you learn here on the mom training podcast to make life flow smoother, to be more fulfilled and create and protect what you love, head to dianaballard.com. There are free downloads, online programs, our mom training membership with our monthly workshops and other resources to help you create the life you want. Thanks for tuning in. Know I'm always rooting for you and believing in you. I am Diana Ballard and this is the Mom Training Podcast.